Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Adam Richardson. I am the editor of Pod Bible Magazine and the host of this episode of the Pod Bible Podcast. Very excited to be here. It feels like it's been a little while. I have a cold, so I'm going to try and not do too much talking. Uh, I know that's difficult when you're a podcast host. The struggle is real, guys, but we're going to get through it. But yeah, I think we're going to focus mostly on the lovely guests that we have today. So let's just go straight into it, shall we? Kicking things off is somebody who is having an incredible few months. Jordan Gray, a comedian who absolutely smashed it at the Edinburgh Fringe, winning loads of awards, um, getting five-star ratings all over the shop, uh, has a brand new podcast. And she is here to talk to Stu Whiffin all about it. Hello, Jordan Gray. Hello, Stu Whiffin. Are you all right? I'm all right. I'm all right. We've just had a little chat about the ridiculous amounts of, of exciting stuff that's happening to you. I mean, only in, in recent weeks, you've, I mean, you've absolutely owned Edinburgh. You just destroyed the fringe. You then play the Palladium. You then reshape modern television. I'll tell you what, a podcast, yeah? Yeah, yeah, the podcast. And I mean, I, it was always in the back of my mind, I wanted to do what you do. It's like, it's the most fun I have is chatting to you. <laughs> like, that's not even an exaggeration. <laughs> the chatting with the people that you know is the most fun. And because of how fun it is, I sort of put it to the back of my mind that like, like right now, every day is back to back to back to back. And the podcast admin has had to slip to the bottom of the priority list. So I've got the best producer in the world producing my transplaining podcast a new podcast is picking up all of my slack and i think he seems happy to do it he smiles whenever i see him he's smiling a lot so it's just i've got the best life i get to do the fun bit and he does all the hard work i mean i don't know for you if it's all the same like it's all like the same process oh yeah with, with every podcast or pop bubble or everything yeah i i do the lion's share of everything i carry everyone yeah <laughs> not in the slightest <laughs> not in the slightest <laughs> yeah. i only like the fun bits <laughs> Well, yeah. tell us all about transplaining. So it's like it it comes from that idea of I'm one of them people where if someone asks me something and I don't know the answer, I'll just give them an answer anyway. I just I've, I'm one of those people where if I don't know something, I just make it up. And I think my dad does it as well. He's he's definitely like sort of a couch. What's the word? A couch punter or a um a couch pundit? You know, a sofa pundit. Like watching <laughs> watching the hundred meter sprint, he'd be like, oh, if he'd have only run faster, he'd have won that. Yeah, good advice. <laughs> Excellent advice. Um, I'm like that, definitely. So, transplaining comes from the Essentially, idea of Essentially, Jordan, that is good advice, yeah. though. <laughs> it's the best like... advice. It's, that's what <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it's what their trainers are saying. <laughs> Remember Rocky Balboa's, uh, what's his name? Mick. We gotta do yeah. Rocky, gotta punch him more than he punches you. <laughs> Sorry, when you said what, what, what his trainers are doing, I instantly thought about the ones on his feet. <laughs> That's what I thought. His shoes, what his shoes are up to. <laughs> Faster! Think of a different film. <laughs> you gotta do work. You gotta do up your shoelaces. That's why you're falling down so much. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's Rocky's best advice. It's not about how hard you can get hit. It's about how, how hard you can get hit and keep going forward. It's because his shoes are always undone. Do your shoelace up, there you're not going to fall down as much. <laughs> um, and that's basically what transplaining is about, Stuart. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a retrospective on all five Rocky films. It, what it is, it's a play on mansplaining, obviously, and I'm transgender. It just seemed like a nice little play <laughs> onwards. And it, I get to bring in people that I like of note and friends and up-and-comers in the comedy industry and film industry. We're only early days, but the, the slate of people we've got coming in is amazing. I'd love for you to join us at some point, if you would, because the, the, yes, the premise is that we get a, a special guest 
and then an equally special co-host every single episode. So it's double your money, bang for your buck. And the co-host and I attempt to explain one big question and one small question that our special guest brings us. So, for example, uh, 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 the lovely Nish Kumar, he asked, uh, his big question was, how do we get people to care about the end of the world? And his small question was, should I watch the Qatar World Cup? I'd argue that's not as small a question as he thought it was when he brought it in. That's quite, quite a complicated question. And that's usually the case. The small questions become really big. I thought people would ask about wagon wheels and things, but it tends to be really big. Recorded yesterday with our lovely mutual friend, uh, Pip, and he asked, by the time this comes out, presumably this would be out so I can tell you, his, his small question, so his big question was representation, question mark, which we read as how do we solve representation in film and media? That's quite a big question. His small question was why is he still online? Like why is he still on Twitter and why is he still on? Why is he stayed online? Because it's an absolute garbage fire. That's not as small a question as he thought it was. And that's, that's it, a you know, massive you really question. Dig into stuff like that. Isn't it? But then he's got a massive brain, unlike us. He don't work hard. <laughs> he's got a massive brain, whereas you and I, we're hard workers with tiny brains. That's so out of context for people that are not listening. It's a little inside joke there. You can get a little inside. Stick down the Patreon. Um, so so that the show is about explaining things to clever people with having little to no expertise in the subject that they've asked about. And I think that's really fun because it, it just devolves into silliness, but we get some real stuff out of it. Um, and then audience questions people can always ask, send in in advance to the podcast questions they'd like explaining. Those ones tend to be a bit sillier. What scientifically is the best time of day to have a shower was a good one. We got into that. It was quite fun. I mean, spo- spoiler alert, what is it? I mean, I'll have, I'll let me have a guess then. 6am. Why do you say that? Because you get dirty at night. Not well, like that. Yeah, obviously, like not, no, not, not, not sexy, dirty, but like you get. Obviously, you've, you you just laying in in a pit of sweat and skin and stuff. So, and and obviously, first thing in the morning. That's I your know, choice, Stu. That's not. It's not a ubiquitous experience. That's your life. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt, but you said that that like that was just a universal truth. A pit of sweat All and right. skin. <laughs> what a great name for a podcast that will be hey, Tell, well, all right well, well, well what is what is the uh optimum time to to, to shower i'm gonna surprise you Stu. the best time to shower scientifically speaking is 24 7 without interruption because as pip pointed out it depends when you last showered because the last time you showered you're going to be dirty it's 24 hours past that point so it's sort of chicken and egg the only real way to guarantee cleanliness is to just stay in the shower all your whole life it's not practical advice but it's the answer so there you go wow tell me a little bit about how the concept of the podcast <laughs> come about so, uh, sorry i missed that sorry, <laughs> tell me a little bit that. about how the concept of the podcast come about i mean because you you've 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 dabbled in in, in radio and such and you've been a you know, an incredible podcast guest on multiple podcasts and and uh, and we've had the pleasure of having you on lots of ours podcasts and stuff. So when you decided you were going to do a podcast, did you just think transplaining, oh, that's a really good plan, words, I'll build a podcast around that one title just because it's an amazing title? <laughs> or did you have an idea for a podcast and then you think, oh, that would work? That's a really good question because it's, it's a bit of both in it oftentimes, but same as with my Edinburgh show, Is It A Bird?, Working backwards from a pun is an excellent way to start because you sort of got something to hinge it from. It's the Carl Pilkinson way of doing things. That's it. Whenever you hear him talking to Steve and, and Ricky, Steve and, um, yeah, Steve and Ricky, 
and he'd do his little features. It was always working backwards from a pun. And they, even one time, they were like, I can't remember what the pun was. And they were like, so what's it about? And he's like, well, I don't know. It's like, so you've, li- you've only got the title. You've literally only got the title. Yeah. The price is, no, the rice is right. And it was, guess the price of my local takeaways rice. And that was, that, I think that was his premise that he started with. Because he started with the rice is right. Um, the, pre- the, the podcast <laughs> came about because I, I joined, I joined uh, independent talent group. I was signed with my agents just before Fringe. And we always spoke about a podcast and they've got an in-house production company off script do amazing they do the uh the adam partridge host house podcast it's like this wow. weird yeah it's just really good i mean good company and they'd they did ask me if i had ideas and i chucked out a bunch of puns first because i just knew that i just wanted to chat with people and anything that elicits more conversation particularly if a guest can come in and ask a question that's a bit of a flip isn't it you know they they come in and ask something but usually what i do straight away straight away is i turn the question around and say well, why why is that on your mind because then clearly if you, it's like when someone asks you what what superpower would you have they're just waiting for you to finish so they can tell you theirs that's always what that 100%. question is so if they yeah definitely don't don't even bother to just have a quick answer ready so they can tell you what they want to tell you um so if someone comes in and says as pip did what's the what, representation how do we sort that out chances are he's been thinking about that so we say well, why has that been on your mind pip and then, of course, he's, he's got his explanation and then we figure it out together. Like therapy, most people have the answer in their head when they come in and you just, you're paid to be like, well, how does that make you feel? That's sort of, that, that works for the podcast as well. I just always bring that out of people. And the guests and the co-hosts, it's really nice because the dynamic is that I bring somebody in that I know quite well. I had Rich Wilson and Richard Herring together on the podcast. I know Rich quite well, never wow. met Rich Herring before. So it was a really, that's a lovely, an embarrassment of riches, I called them. It's a nice little uh, <laughs> confluence of riches. So that three-way dynamic for me, as you well know, is a perfect balance for banter. It's like yeah. you bring the best out of each other if there's somebody you know very well and then a new person. And yeah, that has always seemed to work for me. I, I used to love watching Ricky and the Russell Brand, both those shows. You know, it's, they've got their third, haven't they? Carl obviously going yeah. on to do great things. And Trevor Locke with Matt Morgan and Russell Brand. It just seemed like a perfect dynamic. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, like, who else can we expect to um, see? I mean, you've rattled off some incredible guests already, Jordan. Who else is uh, who else is out there now to be listened to, and what's coming up? So, coming already recorded. We're only on episode four. Uh, Nish Kumar, Sophie Duker, Richard Herring, Scrubius Pip, Sarah Keyworth, Rich Wilson, Paul Sinner, and Jodie Mitchell. We've recorded so far. If I'm not mistaken, I think we've got Russell Kane. In. I know Simon Pegg and Richard Osmond are on the horizon. Both been very nice to wow. me, kind to me in my career of late. So they're both coming on. S- Susie Ruffle. These are people that I've seen in my diary because someone else books my diary. So those names are in. So I don't think I'm, you know, I'm making these up. <laughs> these are definitely um, supposed to be joining us. Chatted to, well, my lovely uh, uh, Paloma Faith, my coach from The Voice and subsequently a, a great supporter. Um, she'll be on at some point. Yeah, just it's nice, just really nice people that have done me a solid. Now I'm asking them to do me another one. <laughs> like there's no there's no <laughs> reciprocatory thing here. That they're getting less out of it than I am. But but the chats have been fun Wonderful. and it's doing really well. Can't believe how quickly it's taken off. I mean, I've got the support of my agency, but we was on. Someone sent me a screenshot of the front page of Apple Pods. That's a good thing. I think it was quite cool that it was there. Oh, that's wonderful. And I'll take it, people can just go and get it wherever they get their podcasts. Yeah, ma'am. Acast, Apple, Spotify, others that as well. Can you just fill in the gaps for me if I don't, if I've said not, if I've missed something out that's really important, podcasting, because I'm still quite new to the landscape. So like <laughs> Spotify, Acast and Apple seem quite 
Like they're definitely yeah, people know them. That, that'd, but do that'd do it. Is they right? Good. All right, yeah. Then. I don't want to upset <laughs> anyone. There's millions. Genuinely. There's millions. But yeah, yeah. All they're right, the big then. boys, right? Yeah, they seem like it. Absolutely. If I'm if I'm doing if I'm on the same platforms as hardcore listing and the whole family, then that's that makes me happy. If I'm if I'm being oh. if I'm available in the same areas as those, then I've my life is complete. Lovely, Jordan. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. There you go. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you so much, Stu. Very exciting. I'm very uh, interested to see how Jordan's career will keep going from strength to strength. All right. Thank you, Jordan. And thank you, Stu. All right. Next up, we have another different host. You've got me on this episode. You've got Stu Whiffin on this episode. And now you've got Fran Tarowskis on this episode, who is our digital editor. And she had a chat with Sean Douglas, who is lead producer of the National Trust podcast. And he is going to be recommending one of his favorite shows or a selection of shows, I believe. Let's find out. So Sean Douglas from the National Trust podcast is here and today we're going to hear Sean's second podcast recommendation. So what have you got for us today, Sean? Well, this one's a little bit embarrassing. This is a bit of a a guilty pleasure and I shouldn't really be saying this on something that's going to be broadcast, but Rom-Com Pods is is a very guilty pleasure podcast of mine and it is exactly what it says on the tin. It's like the cheesiest of cheesy romance podcasts um the acting's bad the scripts are cheesy but they're just a little bit of escapism and and you know i i just sometimes want to kind of not have to think about too much and rom-com pods are, are the best way to do that yeah fantastic i have to say no such thing as a guilty pleasure but not the <laughs> podcast that i was expecting you to come out with given the kind of podcast that you yourself make so thank you for that um can you give us a do you do you know anything about what what's the kind of structure like and the hosts and that kind of thing how do they how do they work the podcast yeah i mean it's, it's generally a story usually about two people so if i'm just looking on the website so honeymoon for one was the first episode and it is basically a cheesy version of eat pray love Mm. the the one about the lady who goes to Italy I mean it's basically that you know she goes to Italy she's broken up with her boyfriend she wants to find herself falls in in love with an Italian chef and you know then they break up and then they get back together and it's you know just the typical rom-com formula but you know it's one of those things that starts off really cheesy and you go oh god this is a bit cringe and then you just get into it you get into the story and you're like you know what's going to happen but you're you're in in for the ride and in for the journey, and you know it's just a it's a bit of fun. But I do look forward to every time there is a new series of rom com pods. Yeah, so is that a um, a fiction one then? So it's one that does like a, a story each episode. Yeah, so yeah, so it does. So they've had honeymoon for one, which was the Eat, pray love one. They've done one called vote for love which was kind of mocking the american presidential elections and there's a guy who's running for president and his son kind of him and his son don't have a great relationship and he then goes off to pop idol to become a superstar and he then is in love with the intern but he leaves the day before and then they think they're not in love and then they get back together and yeah, so that's Vote for Love. And then there was one called Showmance, which is a similar thing, but it's a woman that comes from America to the UK to work on a TV show, which is basically Great British Bake Off, but they don't call it that for copyright reasons. Um, <laughs> and she she kind of basically is dating all of these British guys with questionable British accents. Um, and yeah, she falls in love with one of them. Oh, I have to say you're doing a fantastic job of selling that one to me. Um, <laughs> how, how long are the episodes? Probably about 20 minutes each episode. And there's usually maybe eight 
episodes for each season. Yeah, cool. So it is that kind of like nice short injection of something that's just like cheesy and fun and kind of like gets you gets your mood up. Yeah, and I think the, the great thing about it is it is an independent podcast. You know, this is a show that's that's self-funded, but the 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 production value is really high. You know, they've got great actors, they've got great writers. Um, I think it, you know, it may have got got um, some funding for the last few shows because it has moved to a different feed. But um, yeah, you know, I love the fact that people are doing really high quality stuff, you know, just off their own back as a passion project, and you know, making really, really high quality stuff outside of the the, the big producers and distributors. Yeah, fantastic. So, can you say the name of it one more time for listeners? <laughs> uh, Romcom Pods. You're just trying to embarrass me now, aren't you? <laughs> Romcom Pods. I just needed to double check that I was going to say it right. <laughs> fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Sean, and thank you, Fran. All right, finally, on this week's episode of the Pod Bible Podcast, it's me having a chat in my pre cold days with Kima Bob who is the host of the Fuck It Up podcast. Uh, Kima was on talking all about that show a little while ago. When was it? Episode 116. Uh, But for now, Kima is going to recommend a podcast that she loves and also has a lot of involvement with. Okay, it's time for a podcast recommendation and we have return guest Kima Bob here. Hello, Kima. Hey! Hello. We're going to talk about podcasts that you listen to, um, and I'm hoping we're going to talk about a specific podcast that you might have some involvement in. But what would you like to recommend to the okay. listeners? Okay. Okay. So I'm boasting. Uh, my first recommendation would have to be Guilty as Charged, The Guilty Feminist. There we go. Um, <laughs> I just like. I just feel like it's a good thing. And what I appreciate about The Guilty Feminist, if anyone doesn't know, you'll hear like stand up but also a quite um, oftentimes important yet playful conversations around like quite serious issues. Like recently, uh, and I'm a co-host sometimes, recently we were doing an episode on um, play and about um, play spaces for teens and about okay. how um, they need more than, you know, skate parks and how if you ask a bunch of like teens what they want weirdly they want like swings that can fit their butts (laughs) that they're allowed to go in yeah yeah you know um and i was like damn actually i want to be in a swing i would i don't know what i would do for like an adult size playground but anyway that wasn't the point (laughs) but um yeah so like it ranges from like uh, stuff like that, uh, people talking about philosophy. I've had conversations that, you know, I'm just kind of like really humbled and honored to be a part of with activists. And I think it's uh, activism is quite uh, wide ranging, right? You have people that maybe post online and they consider that to be activism and it can be, but you also have people who are like, in the streets making like real change and to be able to hear from them I think is encouraging and I think it's inspiring and empowering because um this country this planet needs a lot of love and it needs a lot of help and so to hear about people fighting for that change and also Mm -hmm. like for them to be having like victories and to be seeing results I think it's really moving yeah, so The Guilty Feminist would be my first recommendation. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. We've it's had a uh, solid wreck. 
Yeah, we've had Deborah on the front of our magazine, of course, which was oh, uh, was that last year or the year before. But I imagine as well with the Guilty Feminists, you are a co-host regularly, as you say, but you quite often have quite a few of you on the panel, right? So it's not like you're always switched on like, okay, I've got to go, 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 talk, talk, talk. You get to do a lot of the listening and you get to actually yeah. hear these people who are contributing and getting involved. And there's always like a different mixture of, of, of people involved and a yeah. rotating cast and, and there's always good to- variety. Yeah, so it's not like if you're, you know, sat at home right now going, oh man, I really don't want to, I want to listen to that Guilty Feminist podcast, but I don't want to listen to the voice of this woman. Uh, (laughs) Don't worry, I'm not always there. (laughs) There's all sorts of different people that get involved and it is really nice sometimes to just sit back and go, wow, these people are incredible and I'm so honored to be here with them and then to be able to tell them, you know, like I'm really moved by what you do and like, thank you for doing it. Yeah. yeah. And there, I like us touched upon the variety. I think we had um, Jess Robinson who does Stars in Your Ears. Mm-hmm, is it? Mm-hmm. And I know that she's been involved, hasn't she, in the past? And obviously yeah. she does her Love impressions. Jess. And, Love Jess. Um, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is a great recommendation. As I said, uh, previous cover stars, but, you know, people sometimes don't, don't uh, recommend those big hitters. So I yeah, appreciate I'm it. Yeah, I'm not afraid. I'm not yeah. afraid to go with the grain. Exactly. Do it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Kima. Thank you to Sean. Thank you to Jordan. And of course, thank you to uh, Stu and Fran for uh, interviewing and getting involved in this week's episode. Lovely to have more members of the team involved. Uh, I'm not going to tell you loads of stuff. Podbiblemag.com if you want to go and read uh, the magazine or subscribe to the newsletter or any of that good stuff. I'm going to go and have some lem sip, blow my nose, and generally just get out of your ears. But go and listen to those podcasts. You'll have a lovely old time doing it. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. See you later. Oh, before I go, buddy peace, legend, producer, editor, cool guy. Thank you for all your help. And we are also members of the ACOS Creator Network. Had to get the, uh, had to get the footnotes in. All right, speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.